Mm. How are things? <laughs> a little quiet early on. They're going well. Well, I didn't want to interrupt your uh, your sippage there, you know. So good. And my eyes are all still blurry. I don't know what's going on. Mm. This too well, shall pass. Hopefully you can see the previews. Oh, he did it. He said the thing. He said the thing. Yeah, let's do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to share my, uh, my show. If I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the john and watch you take a leak. We only get to do that every so often. Halloween special. Oh, I thought you were saying you like follow people under the john and watch them. Oh, no, Thanksgiving special. Just like the Halloween It is another episode of This Week in Comics, Al Rekigari's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Gomer and Taylor Hour. We're going to be talking a bunch of comic books. As always, if you see something, say something, y'all. Uh, if there's a book that we run down and you want us to hit a little bit harder on it, dig a little bit deeper into it, we'll do it. So get this fucking show on the road. These are books coming out on the 23rd. It's Wednesday. Mm. Thanksgiving Eve. Not a lot this week. Relatively speaking to the last two. You know, last I mean, two well, weeks last we were very spoiled. Were, were banner weeks, you know. Yeah, we were very spoiled. Very spoiled. Uh, starting at Image Comics, uh, cream of the crop for the smaller press. Creep show, exactly what you'd expect from it. You know, horror. Department of Truth, one of the best books on the damn shelves right now. End of a story arc here. Always good fun in that damn book. I mean, it's 30 issue, or 22 issues in if you don't know what it is. By now, I mean, shit. Go buy the trade. The first issue is free on image.com. The first trade is like $8. You know. Do they have any plans to eventually come to the end of uh, Department of Truth? Or is that just going to be an ongoing for the foreseeable future? Uh, It's ongoing for the foreseeable future. I haven't heard anything confirmed about them shutting Mm -hmm. that book down. Not like our news for next week, talking about Donnie Cates. But yeah, well, with Image Books, you know, they either go on for like one or two trades, or they go on for like sixty. So I guess at this point, yeah, I'm sure it's probably going on for like sixty issues. Yeah, and it's wherever he wants to end that book, man. You know, yeah, it's, it's whenever he runs out of story. Really, you can tell it's just like a labor of love. He just loves that book so mm. much. And Martin Simmons, as soon as he's done with that book, he got his choice. You know of what where he wants to go and what he wants to draw. He really, he literally will. His style and his uh, uh, design on this book, Department of Truth, is just absolutely amazing. So, uh, Eight Billion Genies number six continues. The now we're up to the first eight years after Genie Day. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Great story, great twist on an apocalyptic story. Uh, Hitomi number two, solid art in this. Not really my sort of story but yeah it's hard to deny just that great art in there uh and that's about it we get magic order mark millar the tragedy of mark millar uh silver coin gets traded uh for volume three very good scorch spawn because it wouldn't be a week at image comics without kirkman or mcfarland and it's a mcfarland week uh, Vanish number three. I'm kind of surprised they didn't uh, line it up to have Walking <laughs> Dead come out the, this week since the finale. Was oh, just- for sure. Since it's the finale, but 
I mean, those worlds have just separated so much. You know what I mean? Well, fair point. Never the twain shall meet. It's really the show has become just so much bigger than the comic. Um, with that said, though, the comic is still huge in the comic circles. I'm just know? surprised they missed out on like wringing oh. every dollar that they could have out of the situation. You know, you ain't wrong for sure. Uh, Vanish number three talking about uh, Donnie Cates. One thing to note here, uh, the news is, you know, Donnie Cates hasn't been on Thor in the past couple of months. He is coming back for an issue in a little while. Uh, but the news has been announced that he is off Hulk uh, for sure now. Uh, with Ryan Otley taking over writing duties for the last couple of issues. Okay. Uh, his breakout series at Image, you know, this year or last year. Uh, was a book called Crossover. So much great promo for that. Uh, it hasn't had an issue since May. And now Vanish, which was a series that just started in September, you'll see here in shops, is only solicited up to December. Um, which is really weird. Something's got to be wrong, right, with Donnie? I'm not sure if wrong is the right word, okay? Well, it's really it's gotta... easy to fear for or to worry, be concerned. That it, you it's know, worrisome. That's a positive yeah, spin on it. That he's ill, that there's something going on. My hope, beyond hope, is that he's working on the script for the God Country movie, and they're going to adapt that really soon. I hope it's a positive distraction for him and yes. not yes. Um, something to be, you know... An illness, dude. I mean, that's where everybody leans when I say, oh, there's something up with Donny Cates. And I was like, oh, he look, does he look sick? Because if he looks sick, goddammit, I look sick. Do I look sick? Gomer, honestly, I'm amazed you're still alive. But uh, uh, You and me both. Uh, what's the <laughs> furthest place from here? Number eight, Matthew Rosenberg's creator-owned thing with Tyler Boss. Uh, it's fantastic. You know, it's, it's exactly what you want from Rosenberg shit. You know, it's four kids walking to a bank. It's, you know, that sort of shit. So... Uh, pretty average week, though, for uh, Image Comics. One thing I will say, there is no debut. There's typically a debut issue, or even if it's just a one-shot, you know, something new yeah. from Image, and they just don't have that. Um, that is very peculiar, yeah. It is, it is. Uh, moving on, Boom Studios, damn them all, gets a reprint. Good start there. Eve, Children of the Moon, you know, fantastic series. This is actually a uh, uh, sequel to a really fantastic series. The first issue of this didn't grab me as much as the first issue of the original um, series, but still solid. Still, really was good. it enough to kind of pull you back in, even if it's not enough to pull you in? Oh, well, I never was out. You know, I, I didn't. Yeah. It wasn't en bad enough to push me out. So, okay, uh, okay. yeah, I'm still, I'm still in it. Uh, TMNT. Uh, it's Morty Morphin Power Rangers 2, number one. Uh, great little variant cover here on the ash can. Uh, just subtle and beautiful. Simone DeMeo just doing what he does. Just wonderful. Uh, that's coming out in December. Bound to be one of the biggest books of the year. Uh, TMNT. I mean, that seems like such low-hanging fruit, you know? Oh, it is. You got to do those over and over again. They'll do those crossovers yeah. every time they can. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers literally can cross over with everything. And they... I mean, we... They just wrapped that uh, crossover with Godzilla, and that was stupid, was but fun. Epic. I loved it. It was epic fun. I want to see a Transformers crossover, dude. G.I. Joe could crossover. Gee, Snake yeah. Eyes versus a Power Ranger? What? Anyway. I prefer the Transformers one, because that's, like, so on the nose. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah. But G.I. Joe, could it could still it could still work. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. we're, we're talking about G.I. Joe in a minute. 
Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, we're definitely going to talk about this $5 issue because Jason Aaron going over into creator-owned work for the first time in some time. Um, yeah, it's been I think, a minute. I think the gd the goddamned uh, second volume, is the last time he did something that was creator-owned. That was over at Image. Oh, so, he's been so deep in the Marvel churn for the last uh, few years, you know? When you're the guy in the Ad- Adven- Avengers and you're doing the events and you're knee-deep in it, yeah, not only is that a lot of work, but when you're done with that, it takes a lot of work to get out from under all that work that you've done. Okay, now what do I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, this seems uh, like the perfect thing to kind of be a landing pad, like after, you know, wrapping up work on how long has his Avengers run been like three or four years now, right? Oh, it's been forever. I mean, before that, and how many events were part of that? And, you know, he was doing Thor, Thor for God, like I mean, five or six or seven years. He was, he's been writing Thor because Thor is in the Avengers. Is, probably yeah. longer than anyone in history. I mean, everyone. You're probably right. Um, man. The only other person I could think of maybe was Stan Lee himself back when he was like the yeah. only writer at Marvel. But other, and even yeah. then, I'm not sure. Jason Aaron may have yeah. gone past that by now. Yeah. Uh, so this looks good. It's a post-apocalyptic tale. Uh, they've, they've never met any. A couple of people meet. They've never met anyone like each other. And they help each other survive a planet ravaged by an environmental catastrophe. Um, so, yeah, it's an epic trilogy. Each issue is going to have a different writer. Or pardon me, a different artist uh, with Jason Aaron doing the writing. So you're so used to Silver Coin switching out writers. That yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so a more a more traditional anthology. Book yeah. Also. Uh, but I don't think it's anthology. I think it's all the same story. There may be a separate time period for each issue, but that has yet to be seen. But that's definitely at the top of my list this week. Uh, a Jason Aaron uh, indie book, you know, uh, creator own book. Yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, Stuff and Nightmares continues. Uh, horror is always in vogue. Uh, and then Buffy, again, proving that horror is always in vogue. Moving mm-hmm. on to Dark Horse. Um, not much from there. We do get this Parasomnia, The Dreaming God. This is the finale of that. That's the sequel to the first Parasomnia, which is okay. Colin Bun horror stuff. Hard to beat that if you're into horror. Uh, Star Wars Hyperspace Stories. 12-issue huge, huge series here. Uh, still going and really just getting started. Um, but yeah, again, a very, very small week from Dark Horse. Again, it's a holiday week. It's the last week of the month. We just got off of two very big weeks. Um, this all seems to be planned to me. Um, moving well, on to IDW. They okay. probably try to like, yeah, just, yeah, you know, they probably try to, you know, match it up with the calendar, you know? Oh, like, yeah. This is a big like travel shipping's week. A, shipping's yeah. a pain in the ass this month too. Yeah, you know. So uh, here we go. Wildfires. Uh, this has been fantastic. Scott Snyder and Hayden Sherman just breaking out. You know, in this fucking book with his design, his art's good, but his design work is just flawless. Uh, this has been fantastic, dude. I'm anxious to to read the conclusion here to see how the girls get out of trouble because uh, they definitely found themselves in trouble. This is a story about a group of female convicts who go and fight wildfires because that's what they they do for some reason in 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 this country but they learn of a house that is in the path of the fire owned by a wealthy man and they can go in there and rob this dude and then shit goes haywire shit just gets all messed up uh but it's been fantastic loving scott snyder doing this creator-owned work and hopefully we see more of that 
Uh, big $7 finale, extra big, G.I. Joe number 300, the end of an era at IDW, the great Larry Hammer, the godfather of G.I. Joe, S.L. Gallant, who pretty sure has drawn more issues of G.I. Joe than any other uh, artist on the planet. But, I mean, worth it just for this picture alone, just for this cover. Look at how amazing this is. Um, somebody asked me earlier, oh, can you name all of them? I said, I bet I can name more than you. And they're like, well, that's not saying much. And I'm like, well, that's a weird question. Uh, I can name all the animals at the top, definitely. But, man, what a great run. What a great bunch of fun that they've had with this over at IDW. Uh, sad to see it go, but very anxious to see where the franchise lands along with Transformers. Yeah, but truly, like, when you say the end of an era, that's more true for this book than perhaps any other you'll mention anytime soon, you know? Yeah. Like, Larry Hama, 300 issue. Like, Larry Hama's been really doing it since, like, you know, the, the fucking... Really. Yeah, yeah, since this all began, you know, decades ago at this point. Yeah. And My favorite story about... probably writing okay. whenever it lands, right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully he will move along with the book when it goes. They'd be dumb not to start have him do 301. I'm just saying, Larry Hama is getting on up there. I mean, this seems like his oh, good... A, this seems like his good a point for him to officially retire with the book, you know? Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, my favorite Larry Hama story is when Hasbro bought, brought the idea of doing a comic based on their G.I. Joe figures that they had mocked up. And he was like, uh, who's the bad guys? And they're like, what? He's like, well, they're the good guys. Yeah. Well, who do they fight? Well, you know, bad guys. He's like, who the fuck are the bad guys? And he literally like created Cobra, like right there in the meeting. I mean, you, you know? can't imagine G.I. Joe without Cobra. Right? Oh, Cobra would have so faded much into better than Joe long ago. Yeah. Yeah. The Cobra characters are so much better than Joe themselves. They're so higher over the top, corny, you know, Cobra Commander. Come on. He's so corny. I love yeah. it so much. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a pickup for me. And then we'd be remiss not to mention another best of uh, with the James Biggie cover, TMNT Leatherhead best of. Uh, hmm. Not bad. Not his best, but not bad. At this point, they've uh, probably used all the characters that like the casual fan would know. They are kind of going deep into the bench at this point. Oh yeah, they're going deep. If they're going Leatherhead, they're definitely going deep. All yeah. Right. He's awesome, but yeah. Uh, Shattered Glass, uh, number four. I think this is it. I think this is the, the end of this, uh, series as well. Uh, I'm not sure what else to expect from IDW, um, because they haven't announced who's getting the license next. Uh, it's very disconcerting. It seems like we are going to go at least a month or two. I mean, at Without least, any yeah. G.I. Joe or Transformers. I mean, they're going to announce these things in solicits long before they actually come out, you would think. So I, I think would hope. Or, I think a month or two is a pretty optimistic estimate at this point. Yeah. Now, here we that, are. They're, these are they're coming out now. These are the right. final issues that are coming right. out. Right. Now, with that said, Robert Kirkman is the only guy and the only guy who has put out a book without having it solicited at Diamond. Did like a little sneak thing. I don't see them doing that with Transformers. That was sort of like a gimmick mm -hmm. sort of thing. And these books don't need a gimmick. These books need a promotion. You know, they need to be pushed. And uh, I don't see any pushing. I don't see any pushing. I'm very upset that we're going to go like a month without, at least a month or two, without Transformers and G.I. Joe's. 
Honestly, uh, I sucks. think you're being way too optimistic about that. I think it's going to be at least half a year at this point. Oh man, we got to wait till July 2023 to see anything. That Since they like haven't announced bullshit. like any information about it yet, then you know they're going to announce it well before they actually start putting stuff out. They have to. Yeah. You know? So yeah, they're not going to if they, if they announced it tomorrow, it would still be well more than one or two months if before you know they actually get around to it. Well, that's disappointing. I I'm knew sorry. that, but I'm just... I knew that, but I didn't want to believe it. You know, I'm just but I'm just damn. here to keep you grounded in reality here, Gomer. But we will have a moment of destruction the minute <laughs> those fucking books are back for sure. I'll be uh, glad for to... you when that happens for Dude, sure. Right. Uh, moving on to DC, Distinguished Competition, uh, Action Comics 1049, is it? Yeah, uh, Kal-El Returns Part 5. Great cover here with the fam hanging out over the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, yeah, it's just continuing. I mean, really, it is a story about Superman returning to Earth, but it is finishing off Battle yeah. World, and then it's sort of pushing into what's coming next for the yeah. Superman uh, I will say that I'm excited. I'm stoked about it. Bit misleading that they've been calling these like part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, because the uh, Son yeah, of Kal El stuff is yes. It other than them both being thematically about Superman being back on Earth, they have nothing to do with each other. Nothing. You do no, not need to not, have read it's not one. A sequential. Yes, you could read one or the other and not have to read both. But they knew that and they yeah. decided to do uh, it this Nathan, way. Uh, Zerdy. After, you know. Yeah, Nathan Zerdy with this great throwback to, I mean, that's supposed to be Ma Kent, right? Man, Ma Kent has never looked better, ever. Yeah, Ma Kent I mean, is uh, looking pretty oh, nice here. Yeah. That is the rocket coming to Earth, yeah. so yeah, that's got to be Ma Kent there. Yeah, and this uh, throwback to the 90s cover, not bad, not bad. Fun. I like know? that they're able to, like, like, laugh about it now, the, the terrible, terrible yeah, I like, Superman. I like Mullet Superman, he was fun. Uh, Batman and Joker Deadly Duo gets a foil variant. We don't even have a cover for that. Uh, audio uh, Scooby Doo with Batman. Audio Adventures with Batman. Black and White with Batman. A Fortress with Batman. Gotham Knights kicking it with Batman. Uh, there's a lot of Batman. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, like horror. even more so than oh, normal. That is a Batman. Oh yeah, there's movie. a shit ton of Batman, dude. It's way too much. I'm not even going to talk about any of it. There's way too much Batman. Uh, this horror book for Sergeant Rock versus the Army of Dead. Man, I could not get into this first issue, and now it's up to issue three, and I feel like I've missed out. Maybe I'll try to catch up, but don't count on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never got into it. Uh, DC Mech uh, penultimate issue. Not my cup of tea either. Just big robots for the mechs to – or for the heroes to, like, drive and walk around in. Kaiju were hot. I don't think that Kaiju were hot anymore. Uh Zerdy getting a nice cardstock cover. He's getting a lot of mileage this week. Very nice cover with Harley. She got her ass kicked, it looks like. Still smiling. Um, Yeah, Deathstroke Inc. up to issue number 15. Uh, Detective Comics 1066. Way too much Batman for me to be reading all of the Batman. And this one just doesn't fit, you know? You got to pick and choose. No one can read yeah, Batman. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. So another Batman book, technically, with Detective. Harley is, again, technically a Batman. Batman adjacent, at least, yeah. Yeah, Batman adjacent. Uh, Human Target, not a Batman book, but for some reason, a Batman cover. So it looks like Batman is going to be kicking it in 
this issue of Human Target. Okay, yeah, I assume um, that he's like uh, catching up to uh, to Christopher here because Christopher Dunn murdered Guy Gardner. You know. Yeah, and he's probably going to thank him. Man, I've been wanting to do that for years. Mm. <laughs> uh, other history: the DC Universe gets collected in a trade. Fantastic book, only twenty bucks. Definitely worth the pickup. John Ridley nails this retelling of the marvel universe set in, in black label so it's not canon but oh it's so surely good. i DC loved universe. it is that not what i said you said marvel oh my bad dc universe of course of course that's what i meant yeah anyway punchline gotham game again technically a batman adjacent book um superman and the authority pretty good pretty good it's a it recent, was okay it was all right it was more of an authority book than a Superman book. It was. But, you know. It was. Um, Superman Space uh, Age. This is the Allred and um, Russell book. It's good. It's just they're asking a lot. It's going to be real a lot better, I think, when it's all collected. This is like probably a thing again, but you know, yeah, that's a hell of a creative team they're giving you, sir. Yeah. Oh, it's great, dude. And this again is sort of diving into the history, you know, obviously, you know, with Space Age, you know, back in the sixties. 50s, 60s, but now this looks like it's moved into the 80s, which I guess is also the space age. You know, we were space shuttle was big in the 80s. You know, yeah, so. I mean, really, any time before the Cold War ended, we were still pretty big into the the space race. The space age, yeah. So there you go, really good book there. And then finally, Tim Drake, Robin again, Batman and Jason, uh, still a good book. Uh, Nauk gets a cover where he's doing more than the head, and it's oh, well, that's always a nice change. Oh, I love it. it looks. Great throwback, dude. Great throwback. He's a good artist who is wasting his talent on these stupid, stupid headshot variants. Shit. The checks are cashing for them headshot variants. Man, I'm glad he's uh, getting paid, but I hate those variants. Yeah, I hate them too. Some of them have been okay, but not like okay, like, yeah, that's okay. But okay, like, compared to the other ones that are just terrible. That you yeah, like, yeah, they're picking the best bad cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, on to the House of Ideas, Alien number three. I haven't been reading Alien. I have to admit it. Um, it's, just, it's hard for me to get into some of these franchise books. As much as I brag about loving things like G.I. Joe and Transformers. Alien's got some damn cool... Those are character-driven. Yeah. Yeah, Alien I, isn't like a character-driven sort of thing, you know? Like, I've I don't, I don't hard know time. any of the characters. Yeah. yeah, like this is one of those things where like... I'm good with what I got. There's nothing about yeah. the Alien movies where I want to, oh, I want to learn more about that, you know? Exactly. I mean, Ridley Scott made that stupid Prometheus movie, apparently under the assumption that I wanted I to love, learn more. I about. actually love Prometheus. I actually love uh, Prometheus. Lots of agree to disagree on that one. It's but, more uh, about the actors in that movie, and they do such a great job, like, mostly saving just a really empty story. Like, there's nothing well, That's the thing, yeah. The like, the actors are going to the mat to save a really silly premise, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all out Avengers moments in it for me though. Yeah. Right. Uh, all out Avengers, uh, Derek Landy and Greg Land, the other, other Avengers book, uh, the redheaded stepchild, red skulled stepchild, uh, great things going on with the art, good action, but it's too many Avengers books and I'm not even enjoying the best one. So, uh, ASM number 14, Zeb Wells continues. This is oh yeah, we're getting a web. We're getting emo Ben Riley in this, right? Yeah, the clones are coming out to shit on 
uh, Spider-Man and the mutants. And oh, there emo she is. shit. There's the Goblin Queen right there. Like clones and like, clones or whatever, but like people shitting on Spider-Man is like the exact last thing I want, and that's my Spider-Man book. You know, they've yeah, been. Dude. It seems like they've been going all in on let's just shit on Peter for this series. You know, I mean, they really are, and uh, I hate it. Ooh, that's a nice cover, though. That's a cool cover. Yeah, uh, John Staub. I don't know if I've ever even heard of him, but man, I like that. That is that is cool. Yeah, it's got that like classic that video uh, game web print. That is the video game costume, so I assume so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. At first, Very I thought it might fun. be Ben Riley. Biggest Staub is like a designer. That's the game costume. No, he's. Yeah, that's the game costume. Uh, Avengers Forever number eleven, the second one, the second Avengers book. Um, if you're reading two Avengers book, this should be the second one you're reading. Uh, yes. I don't know, man. Uh, I haven't really got into this. I've been this is enjoying the one that's this like a the lot. multiversal Avengers, right? Well, sort of exploring. The- yes and no. And a lot of the last few issues, the Avengers and Avengers Forever have both been kind of doing the same thing, where they're like hopping between yeah. dimensions or through time or whatever, and it's just been like a a showcase of what wacky Avengers can we throw at you this week? And um, I've been enjoying it though. I really like this Avengers Forever book because it's like looking at the well, the pillars as they're calling them here um and right. like going into like what makes them good characters like going into like the core of them you know yeah so about enjoying the hell jason out of it. jason aaron still doing the craziest fucking shit the all rider any vehicle he touches becomes his his flaming hell ride so he just went out and got an entire fleet of fucking hell carriers that's yeah. wild Dumb, Man. big, stupid fun. That's it what is. Jason Aaron's been having on this book. Jason it Aaron is. is pretty much unrivaled when it comes to what, like, you know, child at recess idea can I elevate in these right. books, you know? Right. He's like, what can I do to get fired from Marvel? Um, and none of it's working because it's great. Really cool Red Wolf cover here. I'm Chokes really on like him. That. Yeah, you don't see Red Wolf a yeah, lot. Yeah, jokes That's kinda on cool. him. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil number five, probably the best of the ongoings happening at Marvel right now uh, in terms of this week's releases anyway. Um, just fantastic book. So good. Chip Zdarsky, uh, inarguably the greatest comic book writer on the planet because he's writing Batman. And if you're writing Batman, you are the greatest. But he's also writing Daredevil. And Marco Cicchetto. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, this book is really, one. really good. I don't think I like Mac with a beard there, but that's the only complaint I, I can think it. of. I don't mind it. Better than uh, Electro with a beard. Moving on. Deadly well, you know what? He doesn't get a lot of chance to grow the beard because, like, the yeah. you know, his face is exposed in the mask and everything, you know? Right. It's like Batman. He's got to shave constantly. Hmm. Uh, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. First issue of this really surprised me, especially considering it's written by a member of the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it's written but by two members of the Black Eyed Peas, but not the ones yeah. that you think of when you think of the Black yeah. Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, holy shit, Juan Ferreira is definitely the one moving things around with this amazing style, these huge, big, gigantic, epic two-page spreads. I mean, yeah, you like you could paint that wolf on the side of a van, you know? Yeah, dude, look at little Spidey. Oh, is that a bear? Head. Actually, never mind. It's a bear. Yeah, it's a bear. Oh, Demon Bear. Yeah, I should read the name. Yeah, it's a Demon Bear. Demon Bear. So, yeah, very cool. 
that's definitely something I'm looking forward to reading this week. Uh, and it is definitely a week for really fucking cool art. Because, yeah, we get Deadly Neighborhood, but we also get Defenders Beyond, which, again, is really driven by that art and design work. Uh, Rodriguez just murders it on this. Just so great. You've been enjoying this a lot more than I have. Yeah. But, I really uh, enjoyed the first series as well, and just if you're just picking yeah. it up for the uh, Rodriguez art, you are not going to be disappointed because he does amazing things with like these weird ass like subliminal concepts that Al Hewing keeps asking him to draw, and he he's the only guy I could think of who like at least you know he's on a very short list of people I could think of who would excel at drawing these weird esoteric what the fuck is going on type of things. Yeah, it reminds me of like 70s like blacklight posters. Yeah, know, it's very psychedelic. Weird, yeah. Weird shit. yeah, very cool shit. Um, but we also get a third book, heavy on the art. Been waiting on this one. Top of my list this week, Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise number one of four. Trad Moore doing double duty here. Just gorgeous design work on this. The art is just masterful. I mean, that is beautiful. And then it moves into this, and then even more. Doctor Strange is dead. Long live Doctor Strange, because it looks yeah. like this is the book that's going to bring him back. And I'm all for it, man. Look at that. I mean, that. this Look. is some very trad more trad more artwork here, you know. And I yeah, that is it's deep. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Warren Johnson gets a cover, and. I mean, Momoko. The gets title, a though, well, of course she does, but um, the uh, title makes it sound like Doctor yeah. Strange is going to go like apple picking or something and watch a nice fall sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> him and Clea, she's making me go to the Apple Orchard. That's awesome. So yeah, loving this book. Really happy that that they're doing this. I love Tradmore. I'm a huge fan of Tradmore. So yeah, faux show. Uh, Fantastic Four number fifty two uh, gets a facsimile edition. Why is that? Important? Yeah, um, debut of Black Panther. Yeah, T'Challa shows up. There we go. The book goes for a lot of money. Man, I was a just lot, thinking like. That's hot on the heels of when they debuted like Galactus and Silver Surfer, I think, because that was around issue fifty, I want to say. So, man, what yeah, a stretch that, whole, that was for like big premieres. That whole year or two, yeah, there's like two years there where Fantastic Four every issue just slaps. You know, the, yeah, you can't find an issue under like a thousand bucks, dude. No, no, yeah. but yeah, Fantastic Four's original run introduced like if you're looking to like at the spec market, that's got to be unbeaten. You know, it has so many. Like big time uh, years. Spider Man might be a little Spider Man's Amazing Fantasy original Maybe. run might be up there. Um, if you want to go back and yeah. look at old like that, like Detective Comics or Action Comics, maybe that's up there. But yeah. Fantastic Four is definitely on that short list. Yeah, I was arguing with somebody the other day. He's like, "Oh, what about X Men?" I'm like, "Dude, every cool X Men character didn't appear in a fucking X Men book." Wolverine, yeah, Wolverine appeared in the Saber whole Tooth, not in an Iron X Men book. Yeah, 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 man. 
uh, I mean, there was X Factor and things like that. Those are technically X Men books, but they're like a lot oh, of the X Men like appear no. in these massive bunches too. Like Giant Size yeah. X Men had like Colossus and Nightcrawler and Storm and all them. The original yeah. X Men had Cyclops and Gene and Beast and uh, Iceman and Angel. Yeah, X Force had uh, Domino, Dared, or uh, Deadpool, and a couple of others. Fucking Gideon! I mean, yeah, because you were making one fun issue. Of the other we were making fun of that Poor yes, guy. last week. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Whoever the fuck that is appearing. Yeah. Alongside Deadpool and Domino. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Suns number three. Eh, this had such good potential. I am They're not enjoying that it. game, you know. Yeah, I am not enjoying this at and all. I, I compliment Tom to Taylor for taking these tie-in books and making them fucking amazing. Because usually you end up with stuff more like this, where it's just kind of like a, you know, an exercise of going through the motions. Yeah, but yeah, Midnight Suns, not great. Uh, Miracle Man Silver Age. I, I just really find it hard to give a shit. So I haven't been reading that. Uh, Miracle that is Man about is it. more interesting as a publication curiosity than the character itself, yes. actually. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Star Wars Revelations is their big 2023 primer. Uh, I think it's actually got an extra dollar on it. Yeah, it does. It's a $5 mm. book or $6. It's got an extra two bucks on it. But this is going to be their big primer, you know, for all the books coming out in 2023. Um, pretty some pretty classic shit here, you know. At Vader's That's pretty Castle. cool. Yeah, it looks cool, dude. I like it. I mean, it's LaRocca doing Vader. You know, he's I like mean, yeah, Guggenheim doing he the writing. Did that That's run. He did that Vader run. Yeah, you know, the the Vader run. Yeah. Oh God, that was so long ago now, that wasn't was it? So long ago. It's a decade ago, man. Were we ever so we've had, young? We've had five movies since then. Five. <laughs> Five Star Wars movies. Like, then. it seems like they just started doing, like, the Marvel Star Wars comics, like, three or four years ago. But no, it has been, like, a goddamn decade now. And that just, yeah, that feels so yeah, weird to me. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, welcome to, welcome to uh, my world, you old fuck. So, yeah, we got a bunch of variants for that, uh, including, this is going to be a hot, Dr. Afra Peach Momoko cover. This is going to be a really hot cover, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, Doctor Afra is the next big thing at at Star Wars. She is. She is by All far gonna... the biggest thing to come out of the uh, the Marvel comics. The, the biggest original yes. character. Yep. All it's going to take is one cameo in something. I don't care if it's animated. I don't care if it's live action. It doesn't matter. She's going to hit really hard, and it's going to be great. I'm very excited. Uh, we also get this Star Wars Yoda book, which is interesting because the way Yoda spans from the the old Republic or the high Republic or whatever the fuck it is. Not the old, the high, high Republic to the yeah. modern, you know, age. He sort of, you know, bridges the gap there. There's a lot of things that they could do um, with this. That is true. Um, they have uh, lots of time periods to pick from when it comes to Yoda. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, and then we do get a double dose of X-Men making up for a mediocre week. The top tier, in my opinion, the best two X books. X-Force number 34, Ben Percy, cannot be stopped. Uh, Chris Allen uh, doing the art here as fucking X-Force just goes and does X-Force shit, this time in space. Uh, I love it. Sage still drinking. Poor Sage. She is I, I going off that deep end. She's living through this crazy job she's got, dude. You know? That job is killing her. Anyway... Uh, we do get a Mana cover, which looks great. But X-Men number 17, uh, Jerry Duggan, Gary Duggan, whatever. Great cover here with, uh, what's her name? Leading the, 
the rush there magically, you know, leading yeah. the charge. But Joshua Kassara filling in on art here, and it just looks great. It, it looks awesome. This looks like it's kind of spilling into X Force. Yeah, no, this, they did this. Did he do this? In this X-Force was the stinger. This was an X Men. This was the stinger from last week. They have found uh, old lady Laura inside of this pod. Oh yeah, that's right. That is right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Am uh, it's interesting to see the uh, fallout of that because that is that sinks old lady. You know. And you're not see that's another problem because you're not supposed to resurrect people until you're sure one hundred percent sure that they are dead. There used to be an entire team that was their only fucking job was to make sure people who they thought were dead were actually dead. They canceled that book, so now look what happens. Yep, that book was fucking great. They canceled too. the book, and now it's just people are getting <laughs> falsely resurrected left and right. That book was great too, by the way. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have two Lars running around, two two more Wolverines running around. Uh, not much going on at Dynamite. We do have the Sirens Gate, which is the debut from usual cover artist uh, Shannon Mayer. Uh, the art inside is exactly what it looks like on the cover, which is weird. It looks like playing like a weird video game almost. Yeah, um, it almost looks like it's a like I'm playing with like a Magic the Gathering card or something. Yeah, like dude, that. that's really what it feels like. It feels like Magic the Gathering uh, art card art. Uh, but yeah, that's it, y'all. There ain't nothing else. Uh, I looked through because usually we got a, a guy here who knows we ain't got book. our guy this week. Yeah, we ain't got our guy. Um, we do get ancient enemies, but it's on um, uh, Frank Miller presents. It's Dan Dio huh. with the Ruth writing it. Yeah, this might be fucking amazing. It's eight dollars. That's, that's really interesting. Eight dollars is a big yeah. ask for it's one of these small big ass. Yeah, for a dude who Oh my god, did Frank Miller make his fucking fedora his goddamn emblem yeah. there? In the, oh yeah, god, I hate the that. logo for Mark Miller present or Frank Miller presents. Uh, but I mean the guy who couldn't keep the fucking editing job, you know, the editor in chief job at DC Comics really you can't keep that job. That all you got to do is push Batman and you win. That's all you got to do. Anyway, um, yeah, really, there is not much else dropping in terms of the uh, a smaller press. We do get Valiant's one book a month, another Bloodshot book, um, issue three there of Unleashed. Yeah, Bloodshot's, uh, I think that's like one of like three books they have going at this point, right? No, they only have one book a month is all Valiant is publishing yeah. right now. They pushed back The Shadow Man, they pushed back The Book of Shadows, all pushed back till next year. It's wild, dude. I don't know what they're doing. This is a comic book publisher that isn't publishing comics. I, I hope they land on their feet at some point because yeah, yeah. Valiant's, Valiant's one of the better shared universes out there, you know? I agree. I think they should get Image to publish their books and have Image publish a Valiant label. That's just me. Anyway, They might have to start uh, grappling with those types of possibilities because if they're only putting out one book a month, that is not sustainable. They I might agree. have to consider, you know, we're just going to be an imprint now rather than a publisher. I don't know what's wrong with that. You still keep all your movie shit. That's true. You That's true. All your movie shit. Uh, Maybe Mark it's Stable their, not. It might be like their pride, though, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't but know about that. That could be That's a silly true. reason to do something, but I don't know. It is for sure. Uh, Mark Stable and Andrea Alimpieri doing Fear of a Red Planet over at Aftershock. Mars, 50 years from now, humanity's first Martian colony is no longer self-sustaining. 
under some of its corporate mining overlords, the surviving colonists slave away just to pay for resupply rockets to Earth. Basically, this is the moon is a harsh mistress on Mars. Um, and I'm down with it. Uh, this mm. looks really cool. Um, it's near future Western with the hard sci-fi of the expanse and the hard boiled gunslinger of slinging of justified. Uh, that's a lot of movies and shows that people have no fucking clue, but yeah, it's a real uh, uh, grab bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm down. I'm going to check it out. I love sci-fi like that. And I like that creative team. So, uh, yeah, man, again, there's just really not much to, to, talk about uh illusion which is cool you know it's a, it's a fun book it's hard to find because it's on sumerian comics uh but i'm mm. friends with the artist on facebook and he got me hooked on it so it's it's a fun book uh yeah man uh oh here we go titan comics is doing cayman rider there you go brandon easton and henry presetia doing Cayman Rider. If you're a fan of Cayman Rider... Yeah, good news for all the weebs out there. Yeah, yeah, all you weebs, he's back. All right. Aruto Hayden is Cayman Rider 01. There you go. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, I wish Dave was here because I'm sure he'd be like, oh, what about this awesome book? You know? Uh, here's Mysterium over at Sourcepoint Press. They're, they're good. Uh, Christina Blanc and uh, maybe it's Blanche. I think it's Blanc. Alex Monique. Uh, it's like a supernatural sort of thing. It, it looks all right. You know, it's weird. I hear about all these books months and months in, in advance because I see them on social media and then they come up and I'm like, oh, I've heard of that book. You know, mm. uh, Nobody's Girl. I mean, th these are some damn good books. You know, Rogue State. Sacrament, even though I didn't care for it, you know, it's still a pretty popular book. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. There's your books that are coming out. It is a. Super light week, bro. Super well, especially super after like such gangbuster weeks, you know, the last two weeks in a row here. Um, but yeah, you know, we got some uh, old reliables. Like, um, I'm a big fan of the Avengers Forever book. I'll definitely enjoy reading that. Um, sure. Human Targets consistently pretty good. It'd be interesting nice. to see Batman coming into it now. Nice, but um, uh, Vanish is going to be good. Vanish number three. Um, that book over at Boom. That's uh, what's what that Jason Aaron's doing. What the hell is it called? Yeah, uh, uh, at the end of the world. Uh, yeah, once upon a time at the end of the world. That's right. Yeah, that's top of my list. Uh, and then Dark Spaces, Wildfires, of course. The last issue of GI Joe at IDW for sure. Um, like nothing at DC really grabs my attention this week at all. That sucks. But um, Deadly Neighborhood Spider Man, Daredevil number five, looks fucking awesome. But over at Marvel, that Doctor Strange book, Fall Sunrise, looks incredible, dude. Uh, and then we got your X Men books, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. We got like not one but two of like the trippy black light poster books coming out from Marvel this Defenders, week. Defenders, and yeah, and then that Doctor yeah. Strange book, um, and then we get that cool design in Deadly Neighborhood. So man, there's some good pickings, but the pickings are, are small. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, so. How ironic. Uh, speaking of that, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Yeah, happy by. Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, check out the Combo Bullies. They had a show last night. It was awesome. Leroy and Eli doing their normal pop culture thing. Uh, get links to their show and everything that we've got going on on at OutrightGeekery.com. We got links to uh, all the social media, all the video stuff, um, just everything that we do. You know, you can buy merch, all that cool shit. But 
Uh, we're going to do this again Monday. It'll be me and Taylor uh, reviewing just it's probably going to be a light news week because of the holiday. Probably going to be, you know, I mean, these there are books to review. You know, we're going to talk about those books. But, uh, man, it's going to be a really weird uh, show on Sunday. Come back to this channel Sunday at 7 Central uh, and kick it with us. We're going to have a good time. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy always fun we are gonna do it again next time same geek time same geek channel i always appreciate the effort i'll try my best you do man you great gosh 45 minutes hell there were no rookies. Oh,